class, and welcome to the episode 43 of A Plus Anime. I know, I don't sound like your beautiful boy, Ian. It, no, it's me, your substitute teacher, your NATO, your beautiful boy. Uh, Ian's off gallivanting across America at the moment, I think that's what he is doing. So, I have a lovely, uh, technically Australian, but now New Zealand gal herself, Ginny. How are you? Wow. Well, first of all, <laughs> that school teacher thing, incredibly weird. <laughs> well, like, it's A plus anime, so it's like, it's a school. I don't know, week. man. Like, I just, like, I mean, okay, no, you do you. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shit where I eat or where I record. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks for A plus anime for having me um, attend um, anime class with NATO. I don't know. It sounds like a, like a weird sex role play now. <laughs> About it. it like, wasn't oh. until you made it, and now, it, and now, and now I can't get that out of my head. Okay. No, you're 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 like my guest speaker. I've brought in to yeah, the classroom. Yeah, I'm, like, so yeah, I'm the guest speaker. That yeah, you, you're not one of the kids. We're not making it one of those role plays. You're the guest speaker. <laughs> oh Lord, yeah, I, I am the very qualified, um, very professional, and um, very experienced anime connoisseur. <laughs> oh, you're talking, you're talking a big game already. Yeah, I mean, the, I've got all the anime vernacular down pat. I'm especially good at describing anime titties, um, <laughs> which is not what the podcast is about, just by the way. Just no, it, it, ha- it has been a many times been, because like... We'll get like I'm gonna go. I'm running with this tangent already. But okay. you can't get you can't have anime without anime titties. Like as much yeah. as people want to pretend, uh-huh. like like I like I want to admit to people sometimes that it's like oh yeah, it's it's wholesome, it's good stuff. But even in some of the best anime out there, there's still a whole bunch of fan service. Like yeah, yeah, yeah you go yeah. you go for something even like yeah, Cowboy Bebop. It's usually like top of the bar for most people. It's like the best on paper anime out there. But, like, even that is, like, super, uh, like, fan service when it comes to, like, the positions. God, I'm blanking on names. Um, <laughs> the, main, the main chick that's in it, she, like, she is very skimpily dressed. She always is, like, leaning in very suggestive kind of poses and stuff like that. Like, it's just Japanese culture. Like, it's just, <laughs> they just go inbred in, in each other, so... Right. Uh, you just kind of have to do with Anime it. titties is Japanese culture, NATO 2018. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we go too far on another tangent, like where may the people have seen any of your stuff that you do on the internet? What do you, what do, you do on the internet, Oh, Ginny? dear. Um, I do a you, don't, of... you, don't, you don't have to go into specifics. You could be generalizing on what you do if you don't want to go too no, far. No, 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 no. I'll plug. Um, um, I do a lot of terrible things on the internet. Um mm. I commit lots of crimes against journalism. Yeah. Um, so I am a freelancer currently at um, GameSpot and other places doing uh, legit reviews um, and also at Game Revolution doing features about things like why Kirby's dick is eight inches. Um, <laughs> God, this is going to be a great app. I wish we... I kind of... I kind Because... We'll go into it later, but like there is very suggestive stuff in this anime, but it is so not as fan servicey as like I don't know. Me and you could have probably discussed. (laughs) (laughs) 
like we could have gone into something like kill a kill and oh, being like yeah both, yeah both we, like, we, we could have gone for like you know an anime with the tiniest underwear imaginable or mm. you know an anime with non-gratuitous tentacle use but you know we picked a very wholesome very um yeah. strangely strange because like <laughs> I, I, I want to know who actually wrote this because, like, they they are very controlled. I could see them going very fan y with an anime, like, of this kind of stature. Like, schoolgirls, all-girls school. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, I could see them running... Like if but if like views got low, I could see them throwing in fan service very easily into this without any, like, resistance. Yeah, I think so as well. I think they've really kind of got themselves in a good position with this anime, whereby it does kind of tick all the boxes that makes it popular to women in Japan, I guess. Like, you know how Love Live and Bang Dream are hyper-popular with women Mm. because, I guess, they depict this musical fantasy um, and also, I guess, women performing and doing things which may not be completely in sync with traditional Japanese feminine culture. Yeah. So uh, before, yeah, well, actually, we haven't even mentioned what it is. So, oh yeah, uh, Fuck. yeah. <laughs> Revenue Starlight is what we're reviewing in this episode. We'll go into a deeper dive like later on the episode. But before we go that far, uh, Ginny, before before we even <laughs> we before we even leap, you haven't even told us our creden- your credential, your anime credentials. You, you hyped yourself up as this ah uh, super knowledgeable one right at the start of the podcast. So. What got you into anime? Oh, let's start there. This is an let, awful let's story. Deep, let's deep dive right back to the start then. This what, is, what got you into anime? This is an awful fucking story, just first of all. <laughs> yep, cool. Um, so I previously had very little interest in anime. So I was like a really, really um, friendless, nerdy child. Like, good yep. at playing the violin and the piano. Um, horrific at talking to other people. <laughs> yeah. Um, also why I like World of Warcraft, but I digress. So what happened was I was very young mm. and by very young, I mean, probably like 11 years old. Um, okay. and I had been reading Sailor Moon, um, the manga, Sailor Moon okay. Crystal S, I think it was. So you hadn't been watching the actual show? No, I hadn't been okay. watching the show. I was reading the manga mm. only because like I said, I was a really fucking awful we, were, you, were you here in Perth when that was happening? No, no, no. So my family was living overseas at the time. Okay. Because so I, was... I was about to say, how the fuck did you get manga at like 11 years yeah, old? Yeah, I know. In, in, I know. It would have been Perth. a miracle. But no, yeah. I was. my family was in Singapore at the time. So I okay. was watching, well, I was reading Sailor Moon Crystal S. I had like a huge bucket of that shit. Yeah. And it was like, at the time I didn't realize how homoerotic it was, but that's not the point of my current anime story. Yeah. Um, so yeah, reading it, loved it, and I thought, I'll just hop on my dad's computer and just try and find, like, a video of Sailor Moon, because it wasn't on TV, and I was like, you know what, I'm sure I've heard of this TV series before, I'm yeah. sure there's an anime out there, so I was obviously, like, a novice at using the internet, um, and had no idea what um, a suspicious link or site actually looked like. Oh no. Yes. So I found a Sailor Moon clip, but yeah. it was not Sailor Moon Crystal S, the anime. It was, um, <laughs> what was it? Sailor, Sailor Ball XX or something like that. It was something horrific. It was like oh. definitely very, very sexual. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> so after that, I thought, you know what? This can't be the actual anime. What I just watched was horrific. That cannot be the show. 
So yeah. I went to look out the actual anime, and I rented it from a DVD store at the time, and yeah. actually got into real anime. Um, so yeah, that is that is my horrible anime story. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I know. I kind of, I kind of wish you, I could, you, like, we could find out what the original thing you actually saw was. I actually just... have tried to think about it uh, yeah. a lot because, like, it's just like it was. Just, I just rem- sometimes, you know, when you grow older, you're like, oh, you know, I don't really have many memories of childhood. Like, middle school was really shitty and blah blah blah. But then yeah. this one memory is just like in my head. And I'm like, what did I watch exactly? Like, what was? Because my mind's blanked it now. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, what did I watch? It must have been oh. so fucking horrific. But I know it was Sailor Moon themed. I remember Sailor Moon outfits. So, like, my yeah. mind's retaining something. But I'm okay. so curious. That's, like, that's, like, that's, like, the same for me. Like, for any American viewers, like, Australia, like, in pretty much all of this area had a very different kind of influence on where we got anime and all. And, like, here in, like, Australia, SBS was, like, our only mm, route to yeah. get that kind of... And there's just so many anime that I watched as a kid that I have no idea what it was. I, I've always tried to go back and, like, find what it was. Like, it wasn't until, like, a lot... Oh, I think, like, a few years ago that I figured out that there was Ninja Scroll was one of the f- original ones that I'd, like, watched back in the day, so... How old like, back it, in the day? <laughs> Oh, like I was probably like thirteen years no. old or something when I watched that on <laughs> Way SBS. Way too young to watch Ninja yeah. Scroll. Oh God, yes. <laughs> oh man, yeah. But there's uh, like a lot of things in like uh, like themes in that that like just didn't register in my head as a child. Like oh, especially yeah. like the rape, yeah, yeah, yeah. very rapish kind of scenes that happen in a lot of that kind of oh, anime. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I, I feel you. I actually watched a similar horrific anime when I was at school when I was in Perth. Um, yeah. I've been been looking up anime again, um, this time with more knowledge. Yeah. Um, and I saw an anime that I thought was going to be about people that like cats or dogs. Oh, no. <laughs> was it a furry one? Jesus. It wasn't a furry one. It was actually like hardcore male BDSM. <laughs> Oh, okay. Male on male? Yeah, it was male on male. Oh, okay. But the name confused me. It was like Pet Lover or something, and the thumbnail was oh, like innocent. Yeah. The mm. thumbnail just had like one of the guys was like holding a leash in his hand, but like not in like a sexual way. And I was like, okay, maybe it's about this guy who has a lot of animals, of course. Wrong. Jesus. <laughs> the, uh, the animal was his, his male sex slave, I suppose, yeah. and they just had oh. a lot of sex. But it was also yeah. like a weird class commentary. Like, mm. they had, like, it was, like, a very sort of, like, very thinly veiled, you know, race racial discourse in it. Yeah. So the really, really rich people in the anime were, like, blonde and Aryan, and they could, like, aff- okay. afford to keep human slaves that were, like, darker skinned and darker head. Mm. And I was like, oh, a bit uncomfortable. Okay. But that was, like, the premise. And basically, the slaves, like, rise up, and they blow up, like, this huge World Trade Center type building and, like, Jesus. kill all the people that enslave them. But, like, at the end, the guy that he enslaved comes back for him and, like, carries his, like, legless body out of the fire. And it's really weird. Like, I was like, oh, this part's really weirdly emotional. Ignoring all the, like, hard- <laughs> ignoring the hardcore, like, anal sex that happened for, like, ten of the yeah. previous episodes. The ending was Jesus. quite emotional. But <laughs> only, only in anime and manga could you get a storyline like that. Yeah, I know. It was like talking about like, you know, people having class consciousness, you know, the workers Mm. rising up and taking back the means of production. And I was like, oh, cool. 
quite interesting. And then it was like just hardcore fucking, like just all the time. Yeah. yeah. God. Like, like <laughs> in the weirdest way, that is like when somebody goes like, why do you like, like anime? Like th- these are kind of like the reasons of like, they somehow like are able to fit, like not to this extent. Cause that's just like, way to like yeah turn it all the way to 11 yeah, but just yeah, how they yeah. can fit uh, like weird stories in just like the weirdest kind of scenarios like and and, and like make you think and themes and ideologies that like really kind of challenge your like sense of like what's going on with the world in in just the weirdest of <laughs> fucking plots and storylines and you just like like, the simplest one at the moment, like, for any, like, general person to go watch is, like, something like Devilman Crybaby on, on uh, Netflix. Oh, it's just man, like, that shit how, blows your mind. Holy I know how, fuck. Like, and then it's like, oh, yeah, it's about uh, demons coming to Earth and a demon falling in love, or well, Satan falling in love with a human and making him a demon so he'll have survived the apocalypse. But there's all these things and things that will challenge you. And, and they're just like, and somebody's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like trying to describe devil man, cry baby to a mate. He was like, are you fucking high? Cause like, yeah. I talked about the first, like I think it's episode one or two where they go to like the nightclub and everyone's like doing acid and fucking, yeah. fucking oh, demons yeah. and fucking each other. And I was just like sitting there with my mate who was an anime novice and that shit was playing in the background and mm. he was like, what the fuck have you made me watch? I'm like, listen, no, it gets good. Like it means something. And he's like, I don't know. It looks like a lot of sucking and fucking. But, oh, like, even, even a mate that I like watched it with recently, she is like pretty well versed in anime and stuff like that. Even the first episode, she was like, wow, wow. And then like three or four episodes in, she's like absolutely bawling her eyes out. I'm like, oh, it's all right. And cause like, that's just how it flicks. It like starts to like pull at your heartstrings. Yeah. Especially when his parents were, oh my God. Yeah. All right. So we're talking about like the start. What, what, what is this, this, have you got like an anime that kind of sits at the top for you? Like this is your like go to even, even just the one that you suggest to people the most, or even like the one that's most dear to you. Cause like Cowboy Bebop is the, the most dear to me. And I usually don't tell people to watch it because even though I know it, they're going to love it, but it's like so precious to me that I'm like, I don't want to know if you hate this anime. <laughs> I love it dearly. Yeah, well, um, at the risk of sounding like another broken Australian record, I was going to yeah. say Cowboy Bebop as well. But No, I, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, another one that I, I, I suppose liked um, without really expecting to like it, um, it's a newer one. I say newer, and I mean maybe in the past couple of years, which yep. is still ongoing as a serial. Um, it's Blood Blockade Battlefront. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. Tell me about this because I—it's still one I have not got around to watch, and I've always seen clips of it, and um, and I have a whole bunch of friends that I love it, but I've never really sat with anyone and talked about like what the, f- what it actually okay, is. Okay, so like in like a very like broad level, it kind mm. of I guess is similar to to the premise that you come to with Devil May Cry Baby. So yep. basically. New York City gets, like, completely fucked up. And I mean, like, fucked up, fucked up. Not, like, Twin Towers fucked up. Like, like yeah. irredeemable fucked up. Yeah, yeah like, apocalyptic. Yeah, and basically, yeah. Um, New York City becomes this place where a portal to another realm opened and lets in, like, monsters and demons and vampires and shit. But okay. they live together with mm. humans. So, yeah. like, for example, like... And over time, I guess humans and monsters have this, like, understanding whereby they coexist side by side. 
but obviously there are some people that want to ruin the racial harmony for us all and that a very predictable kind of plot develops when it comes to i guess how the 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 effects that this kind of coexistence has on the greater scheme of things for both humanity and both you know monsters and demons and also how i guess they can actually come together how they come apart in these different situations so I don't want to like spoil a lot of it, but like no, because I probably might go around or get around to watching this. I always forget about it. I'm actually while you're speaking about it on Crunchyroll trying to uh, tab it, so I'll yeah. have it to watch. So I mean, it, it's kind of like the premise is, is is I guess very similar to again like a Devil May Cry baby because you're just like a regular guy and you get pulled into all this weird fucked up shit. And part of that weird fucked up shit, I guess, exposes this regular, I guess, everyday guy to to the issues that exist within that particular society in yeah. in what's called Hell Salem's Lot, a.k.a. Old New York City. Yeah. So at first you're like, oh, you know, it's cool. Like, everyone gets along. Like, it's normal. It's a bit weird that we eat bugs and burgers now, but eh, whatever. But then you kind of think about, you get drawn into this deeper web of, I guess, the way the city became that way and also what's stopping it from you know imploding even further and also Ooh. all the different kind of pawns that play and it's got a lot to say about what's it's got a lot to say about the conception of of family it's got yep. a lot to say about your about blood being thicker than water literally because in this game all the main characters or what makes people strong in this game is having the power to manipulate blood Okay. So it's like flipping the whole thing where it's like, you know, normally you say, oh, you know, like blood to be thick in the water means like, you know, your birth family is always going to be there for you as opposed to your mates. But in this yeah. case, he finds a bunch of mates and they all actually manipulate, have blood, mani- have blood, mani- bleh, have blood manipulating powers and mm. they kind of band together and help each other and grow along is alongside each other. And okay. that kind of same concept gets reversed, if you know what I mean, for the traditional mm. usage of blood. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, fuck, fuck yeah, yeah, All right. no, it's fucking good. And I mean, there are a lot of fan servicey moments, but um, there are very strong female characters uh, in the in okay. the thing as well. That's good. Like, and also, I think it does a good job of also giving women that are straight a lot to look at. Like the mm. the men are often dressed very dapper or in very very tight clothing. Mm. Or very revealing clothing as well. So I think it's kind of got a good balance. You know what I mean? Like, it's got a bit for everyone. Yeah. So we get to see the hot boys in tight clothes rather than just the girls. Yeah, so it's hot boys in tight clothes. It's hot girls in suits. Hot girls in less than suits. Hot vampire chicks. Vampire chicks with big titties. Vampire chicks with small titties. (laughs) You know, just there's a lot to to look at. Okay, so it's it's offering on all fronts. On the intellectual front and on the less intellectual front. Yeah, exactly. You can can think about, you know, existential stuff like, you know, is there really a god? Like, what if this whole thing is just a lie? Like, who really manipulates humanity? Who can be human? Can monsters be human? And also, like, damn, those titties are fucking amazing. (laughs) So you've got, like, a lot going for you if you want to watch yeah. this anime, so. Excellent. Um, well, well, yeah, this is a newer uh, anime. So, like, what are you watching at the moment? Um, like, what, what's, what's, on the, what's on the queue? Oh, what's on the queue? Um, yeah. I have been re-watching um, hmm. Psychopaths, which... Really? Okay, cool. Is, which is, I, yeah, you know, I, I always enjoy... Psychopaths. I do like a yearly rewatch because I just love the show so fucking much. 
Okay. But oh, so that like that often, often-ish kind of rewatch. Yeah. I mean, like, I've got like a Dominator in my bedroom. I mean, the gun, just so, so we're yeah. clear. I've got the Dominator yeah. gun in my bedroom. It's a USB stick. Yeah. It's not a sex thing. You're just going to put it out there <laughs> in case you're no, all no, were curious. No judging. It's no judging. definitely a USB <laughs> stick. <laughs> um, I'm sure it is. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've also been watching Food Wars. Um, God, I'm so sad that it's, like, finished for the season now. I know, they left it at such a weird point. I was like, okay, surely he's kicked her ass now. You know, they can all eat their sexy noodles and shit. Let's just fucking get along with the story. But they just cut it off. So I know, that's devastating. Like... It's finished a few weeks back as well, but um, did you watch the original Sword Art Online? Yeah, I have, yeah. All right, yeah, it's, yeah. were you a fan of that? Um, I always found it a bit too harem-y, but... Yes. I mean... Okay, so so here is my beautiful segue. Have you seen the spin-off? Which, which is one? the the Gale Gun Online. Gun Gale. <laughs> yeah, Gun Gale. What did I say? Gale Gun. Gale, yeah, Gun Gale I think you're confusing. Online. I think you're confusing it with Gale Gun. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so, yeah, Gun Gale. <laughs> Gun Gale. Sorry, my mind just went in an awful place. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I have read some of the light novels. I've not actually okay. watched Gun Gale online. Is it any good? Um, yeah, because that, like, that's what I was talking to Ian about a few weeks ago. Oh, that, like, it, um, It's very... Yeah, the main character's female. Mm-hmm. Her, like, it's all about her friends are all female. The like, the group she kind of like sort of starts a rivalry with. They're all a bunch of school girls. Mm-hmm. Like, everything in this is like very girl based, and like the only male in it is very like, like sort of harem-y to the villain. Okay, but she's but she's mm-hmm. like the best friend, but also a villain, but also a rival, and. Yeah, and like so he's kind of like that nearly that usual pathetic female role where it's like, "Oh, I'm in love with him and I'll do anything for him." But it's like it's completely reverse where it's like it's a male and he's like, "I'm totally in love with her. I just need to help her. You've got to help me to help her and blah Gosh. blah blah." All right. So like, yeah, it's very female orientated Gun Gale. So like yeah, I always like I haven't I've been able to talk to any girls about like this one because I know there's a whole bunch that do love the original Sword Art Online, but mm. as you said, like especially second season, it gets oh very harem. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Then again, I watch Konosuba a lot, so I can't really say I don't like harem anime. Yeah, but I know. I don't know. I know. I'm a sucker for. What am I watching at the moment? Speaking of like harem ones um how not to summon a demon lord that's what i'm watching at the moment and jesus is it the most full-on fan servicey harem <laughs> anime ever but god do i love it it's so good it's literally like these two like it's the new kind of like i, don't know, I like idea of anime where yeah the the i got sucked into a video game yeah yeah, style. yeah. so it's kind yeah, of like yeah. overlord right because he's got that like one hot succubus chick in overlord yes oh my gosh i know best. <laughs> anyway I, I, i'm i'm watching that i'm currently re-watching that with my um housemate because he's catching up to where i oh, am yeah, yeah, so yeah. i'm watching it from the start because i love that as well i just yeah. love that whole concept i know that's why like Something like Ready Player One where, like, everyone hates it because blah, blah, this and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I fucking love this. <laughs> Suck me into a video game right now. It would be my dream. Oh, um, my gosh. But, yeah, how to summon a demon lord. Like, two characters in the game summon him a- into the game accidentally. And then because he's, like, the best player in the game, when they tried to do, like, a 
like a lockdown spell because they think he's just like a creature. Uh-huh. It like reverses onto them, so then they become slaves to him. Oh, and, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah, see. and he's still trying to figure out like the game itself, and but he's also the most powerfulest thing. But God, it's it's awesome and super fan servicey because like the one chick, the two chicks are like just perfectly fetishes in two different ways okay, where like yep yep i'm listening chick, very intently one, <laughs> ch- one chick is an elf like blonde elf oh yeah huge boobs and butt and yep. all that kind of that mm-hmm. kind of setup so you got the elf and then also like the boob and the butt fetish nice, the other nice. girl is super like childish looking <laughs> with the flat the, the flat chest and ha- is also like a cat creature oh, as well oh right yeah they're, they're like really firing on all the fetish fronts eh? like yeah got... they yeah they are pumping on all fronts pumping. to try and like get every every kind of fetish oh, yeah. out there so i'm into sure one there's thing. a lot of pumping going on um oh, oh well because like they always like accidentally fall asleep and like he when he wakes up he accidentally like when he's hopping up leans his hand on her breast and oh, oh Oh, then the yeah. other one gets jealous because he's touching her and not touching him oh, and blah blah. Cute. Yeah, but apart from that, it actually is a pretty good, you know, like M, like World of Warcraft yeah, style yeah, 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 yeah. anime video game kind of setup. So I love that. God, right. I'm, I really am, and it's definitely one you don't watch in front of people, like unless they know about anime, because they'll be looking at you with very weird eyes oh, if you watch oh mate mate it's me, definitely one of them oh mate let me just yeah. let me just stop you for one second there i have you ever seen Vol- have you ever seen valkyrie drive valkyrie I drive i know of it but i haven't seen it yet do you know what the premise is or do i have to explain it generally to the no well i know sort of it but here explain it for the audience anyway okay so when so two women me. really love each other um, yeah <laughs> Valkyrie Drive is about how they can love each other so much that when they... Um, <laughs> nope, I was thinking of a completely <laughs> different anime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep, continue then. No, so two women love each other very much, and when they touch each other to show their love for each other, one of them mm. becomes a sword. <laughs> okay. And so, so it's nearly like, what's the, what's the, what's the shonen one? Where they, uh, the, the the two partners and one becomes a weapon and one becomes like the hunter or something like soul, soul eater. Soul eater. Yeah. Kind of like soul yes. eater, but like with, but with, erotic, with like erotic, with like girl on girl action. <laughs> yes. And yeah. So Valkyrie Drive, basically it's like they, this, I think the premise was that there was something wrong with Japan and they just picked these random girls and just like fire them off into like a random island to experiment on them or some random shit like that. Anyway. Mm, as you do. Mankind who lands on an all-female island gets accosted by two angry butch lesbians um, mm-hmm. and has to be protected. Cue her savior, falling down from the sky, like, you know, golden skin, golden hair, like, you know, looking like Captain America but a woman. And then yep. they start, like, macking on each other, you know, grabbing some titties, you know, grabbing mm-hmm. some ass. And then, boom, the smaller chick becomes a sword. And then the other chick grabs her by the hilt and just, like, destroys the other lesbians that were, that were trying to hunt her down. And then... When she comes out of sword form, she's like, oh my god, what just happened? And then <laughs> and the yep. other chick's like, girl, well, sorry to break it to you, but you're a bottom, I'm a top. And all bottoms just become swords. So yeah. that's the story. They go to like this school where a bunch of women like learn how to harness these powers and get mm-hmm. like married to their, I guess, bachelor wives or whatever in like a weird ceremony thing. And mm. 
they break away because she doesn't want to be married to some random woman. She wants to be married to the woman that, you know, held her sword for the first time. Yeah. So they like run away together. Obviously. Just just like any dude just, yeah. just wants to be the first one that held this. Yeah, they run away together and they meet some like guerrilla faction on the island that's run by two lesbians and obviously they're all lesbians. One of them is a woman who turns into a motorbike when she's aroused. And have her girlfriend rides her all the time. Uh, yeah. You know, it, semantics, but that, yeah. you know. <laughs> Very heavily symbolism. Yeah. So you yeah. probably don't want to, you definitely don't want to watch that uh, with anyone, of- actually. Even if they do watch anime, you probably don't want to watch that in a room with them because it's just. There's, like, there's some, there's some times when I'm like, because sometimes, yeah, my mate Cal's out here, like, when I'm watching Demon Lord and, like, the both of us look at each other and just, like, we are never speaking of this moment <laughs> yeah. in front of anybody else because we just watched this moment together. Yeah, and I was like, exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else have I been watching? I, I watched like the first episode of Attack of Titan season three and I just don't care. Yeah. I don't know why. I loved the end of season two, but I'm just, I don't know. I just might not be in the mood for Attack on Titan yet. So I'm about halfway through the first episode and it's just sitting on my queue. Yeah. Uh, Black Black Clover's getting really good, like real, real good. It's st- like I still ha- feel like I have to say that on this anime just in case because it started real bad oh, for yeah? a lot of people. How bad? Oh, <laughs> uh, like the main character, sh- like you know, like you watch Naruto, yeah. Yes. So imagine a character that does the believe it kind of line all the fucking time, right? Like and shouted at the top of his lungs. All the time. Right. For the, f- for the first, like, terrible. 10 to 11 episodes, oh. I think. Yeah. He doesn't shout anymore, and he doesn't really have, a, like, a catchphrase anymore, which is real good. And it's, it's like, like, 20 episodes in, it got, like, Naruto Shippuden level good. Like, that's how that's good it got. That's pretty good for a show that yeah. started so trash. Yeah. But, yeah, I just loved it because, like, it was, it was... Harry Potter Naruto. Like Harry that's literally what it is. Harry Potter Naruto? Yeah, because it's 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 Naruto, but it's it's magic. They're all oh, magic. Oh, right. I, I, they're, I all, see. they're all witches and wizards <laughs> and stuff like that. So like that that's what it is. I know there's a whole bunch of anime that are already that, but like this is very like it is like I I I've I've talked about heaps and like every kind of arc I'm like Ian, this is this arc in Shippuden or this arc in Naruto and stuff like that. That that's how good it's got. Like it had the Zabazar moment and it had the Gara moments and all those kind of things. Like there's a super character that's like a mixture of Gara and like Zabazar's like past history where like are oh, super experimented on and Jesus. hated by hated by the village, but then also thrown in a room with all like his 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 fellow students when he was like eight and like all of them were forced to kill each other to see which one would survive what? and be the one wizard. Yeah. So like that that's the kind of like villains and complexity that we're getting from villains in this and I'm just fucking loving it. Damn. It's so good. Yeah, it's real. And then there's My Hero. Are you deep into the My Hero like everybody else? Um, I Maybe not as deep as most people. Uh, deep for professional reasons. Um, I'm trying to write more about anime, and obviously yeah. My Hero is super fucking popular. Yeah, so, so it's good for those clicks. Yeah, and I've been keeping up with yeah. it, but I can't say I'm, like, captured by My Hero. Really? Yeah, okay. I know. How far, how far, how far, like, 
Well, no, we can spoil it because, like, look, if you're not watching My Hero, you're not watching My Hero. That's you don't. Yeah, you're not going to start watching it randomly because of two random freaks on a podcast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um. Well, okay. I think I've only gotten as far as what's the last thing that happened? Like you've had the first school tournament, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And that didn't catch you? Nope. Ooh, okay. God. I, I, the stuff with Todoroki is like, oh. I think there's just not enough. Um, I mean, like, I, I enjoy the premise. Like, I think the characters are really yeah. interesting and really entertaining. Mm. But I, I don't know. Maybe it's the art style. You know, maybe it's just. Okay. Uh, like, because I was going to say, like, there are a bunch of cool female characters, but they never are. Enough in the front. That is the only way that I usually will, like, say to... Like, especially, like, I have a lot of mates that, like, only... They will only watch, like, female-oriented kind of anime. So my heroes sometimes are, like, it's very good, but, like, they don't push the females to the front enough in my hero, which is kind of disappointing. Yeah, I think I agree with that assessment. Um, That's not one of the reasons why I don't like it. I actually can't put my finger on... Mm. What is not grabbing me about it? Like I, because you like you you like a shonen. Yeah, in I do. Right? Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Like it's not. It's I'm not. You know. It's not like it's too campy or not campy enough. Yeah. I think I've just. I'm. I think I've. I think I've just not. I've just not actually watched it for enjoyment. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I like okay. binged a You've whole. You watched it for work. Yeah, I binged a whole than... bunch to watch it for work purposes, mm. and I think because of that, because I was just like you know chilling out in my trackies. Just, you know, enjoying myself. I have kind of, my brain's kind of treated it like I was reading a book. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I haven't had mm. that enjoyment factor yet. Yeah, that's but fair enough. Like, that's uh, that's what's happened to me a few times on this show, like where I've, like, watched, an, like, the first episode and, like, had to sit down and write notes and not watched it for enjoyment. And then I've gone back and watched a, an episode. Like, um... The, the anime's eluding me now, but there's one that it was just, like, I was like, nah... Not a fan of. And then somebody made me watch it again, the first episode, and I was like, wow, that's actually really good when I'm not making notes on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it might be that, actually. Like, that's probably what what's holding... Because I can't really pinpoint anything that I don't like about it. I mm. can't, like, actually be like, oh, I definitively yeah, don't like it because of yeah. X reason. I'm just not, like, mm. super enthused about it. Mm. But, yeah. Mm. yeah. That's a bit of a bummer. Because, like... Yes, it is super stereotypical shonen. It is like pure bread, but it is like it's like top grade oh, shonen yeah. though. Hell like yeah. that. So yeah, it is kind of yeah. It's, it's sad when you, you like if you had like a a genuine reason, like you could point your finger at. I'd be like, oh yeah, fair enough. But yeah, that's that's a bit of a bummer that yeah. you have like nothing to point to. Just quite happy right. there yet. All right, I think I think Jesus, yeah, we've been going for half an hour already oh, before shit. we've even got into the actual anime. <laughs> well, no, right. now it's all downhill from here, motherfuckers. Honestly, it's gonna get a lot worse from here. All right, so let's get into this. This is this is re- revenue, rev, rev, it's review starlight, review starlight, review all right. starlight. Yeah. All right, so th- this is the anime you've brought to the table. Yeah. So, would you like to give like a brief explanation or like sort of what it is? Okay, I'll give the brief explanation because I'm sure we'll get into the historical yeah. inspiration for Review Starlight, which is actually pretty yep. interesting. But mm-hmm. um, basically, um, you kind of follow the story of two young girls, Karen and Hikari, and they basically um, are wanting to join this song and dance troupe um, that travels throughout the world and performs. 
And they perform things like, um, I guess, Western Broadway shows, but it's an all-girl troupe. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's kind of like, I guess, when you're younger, you kind of want to be like a, you know, I don't know, like a, a singer or idol or movie star or something. So these like, two girls they, have this dream. Yeah, they, it's really like the, the, like the three big hitters where, like, they don't just do singing or dancing or acting like they they like I at first I thought it was a dance school and then I was like oh no like they're singing as well and then they're doing acting and I'm like oh they're they're like doing the whole Tony kind of yeah 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 they're like triple threats like these girls can do pretty much everything yeah triple that was the word I was going for yeah yeah so that's what that's what they I guess they they want to do and so the anime like kind of fast forwards and you're like oh you know now they're like I think 16 17 and they're like in this really, really selective, really competitive school for women that want to become, I guess, artistic triple threats. They can, you know, they take sing lessons, they have dancing lessons, they have, they, they learn how to prepare props for the stage and whatnot. And so basically, they're now in this super elite academy training to become review performers. Mm. So that's where I guess the anime starts is you get a look into the daily life of a person at a school like this. And also, what I guess, um, I guess an earlier idea of where the drama comes from because you kind of find out that, you know, hey, it's actually really competitive um, yeah. and really, really intense and that obviously the show takes dramatic license with how intense it becomes. Yeah. But it really is kind of, I guess, the reverse of the traditional kind of idol girl band show where they all hang out together, they're all a team and they want to succeed as a team. This yeah. is like a kind of like a, a, a competition really, like a, it's all, you know, every girl for herself. So it's quite interesting to see how that plays against the friendship that the anime introduces you to initially so yeah because i was yeah i really was waiting for it to be this fun loving joyful like it really did play with my expectations at first Mm -hmm. where i thought it was yeah just gonna be like oh friendly slice of life yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone's gonna be happy and Mm -hmm. then i was like oh like no this is it's still staying joyful but it's not getting like overexcited I was like shit's gonna go down like the like I, I I've my me myself I've only watched that first episode mm-hmm. I don't know how many you've seen so far um I am up to almost up to date um I okay. have seen three so far there's not many out no yeah and I'm like I know I know the easiest way to kind of compare this to is nearly a sports anime where like I can see them getting very deep and emotional (laughs) with this and like it's going to play and toy with my emotions, which is really good because I usually kind of bounce off. Like I hate being a stereotypical boy, but I like, I do kind of bounce off the kind of slice of life animes a bit because they're usually a bit wishy washy. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. Which the, to anyone that likes that stuff, that's that's your ball. That's the same reason why I don't bag on anyone that doesn't like the bang and hose of fucking shonen. <laughs> like, if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. So, but this is like got those tones of yes. a sports anime that really like gets their yes. claws into me, which which is like weird because I don't like sports really much in real life. <laughs> so right, really, so, you're not like a big footy fan. No, I absolutely oh, hate it. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I just hate the culture behind it. Sports culture just annoys the shit out of me. I don't mind doing sport, like playing sports. Okay, so you like I, 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 so you would like play footy in the yard, but yeah. you wouldn't like go out to a match or whatever. 
Absolutely not. I would rather die than watch a match of footy. Jesus. All right. Yeah. It's so God. Holy it's a, it's a shit. whole topic for another podcast that we might do down the line. But yeah, not a not a sports watching fan. I bet. But yeah, oh. but but sports animes. Oh, sign me the fuck up for any sports anime. Oh, you want to you want to do a badminton anime? Count me the fucking a rugby anime. Yep. <laughs> Volleyball? Never seen, never seen volleyball in my life. <laughs> Hook me the fuck up with volleyball animes. Jesus. Oh my God. Okay, all right. They, okay. Because they, they just, animes have a good way of doing that. Like, because, yeah, I've played sports through my life. And that, that the, those emotions that you go through where you're, you're going to win or you're going to lose. Yeah, or yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. all this hard work I've done the whole year playing all these games, all the matches we've won leads up to this one point, And, like... You could lose it all. There's always going to be a loser, even in like a grand final. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's true, just, true. It's so much deep emotion that a lot of people can like relate to. And like, that's, that's where like you can get that extra step of like, when you see somebody, like if you've been in a relationship your whole life and never been broke up with, and you watch <laughs> a movie where people get broken up and you're like, Oh, I, Oh, it's sad. But like, I can never relate because I, <laughs> oh, that's never, but like everyone's played sport and everyone's either lost or won at a sports game, whether it was in primary school or in their adult life. So like you can always relate to that, like despair or enjoyment of a sports anime. So like, yeah, this has just given me so much feelings of a sports anime that I'm like really excited to keep watching. This. Yeah, well, you should fucking keep watching because it gets yeah. real intense. Like, it gets real competitive and it is really mm. cutthroat. And I think that's kind of also why I enjoy it because I watch my fair share of girl band animes um, yeah. for perverse reasons. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, look. And <laughs> I- I've had a many discussions with Ian on here saying, yep, I, I like the anime titties in, in that in that one anime. That's why, apart from it was a cool story, it was still good to see some anime titties. Yeah, so and I mean... There's no judgment. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, this this review style has very, very um, homoerotic undertones. Not We're not yeah. talking like Valkyrie Drive, but very, very homoerotic. And there's, but yeah, not fanservice-y at all, either. Yeah. Like, they're ne- like even in fanservice-y... Where like, because when as soon as you say fan service to somebody, they're like, oh, boobs, like oh, in yeah. your face. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But like, as I was saying with Cowboy Bebop, the fan service can be also like the positions people are in where they don't have to be showing cleavage or asses or anything <laughs> like that. But it's like they give that very sexualized look. And yeah, no one really like poses like apart from when they're like posing with each other is about the only times. And that's more to like give a reaction out of another character rather than the viewer itself. Like you, you're not watching that going, Oh, that's so hot. It's like, <laughs> Oh, Oh, like look at that. Girl. Like she's blushing because she just did that, like that dip with her or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, it's yes, yeah, a lot different. That's why like, as much as we'll talk about this, like homoerotic kind of undertone to it, it's very not for the viewer. It's for nearly the characters on each other. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree. Um, mm. And that, I think, stemmed as well from the source material that that this actually comes from. So yeah. Review Starlight um, obviously is set in a fictional school um, and is, you know, it's a fictional review, but it's actually based on a historic Japanese cinema tradition of having all-girl reviews. Okay. Um, so 
history lesson time. Um, Yay! So See, I told you, you're a guest speaker in the school. It still doesn't make it any less creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all, all right. know how prison school turned out. Okay, let's just fucking... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, so basically... Um, what had, had happened was on, you know, way back when, way, 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 way back when, before, I don't know, before we even conceived kangaroo fucking down in Western Australia, um, there was, (laughs) there was this review called the Takarazuka Review, and Mm. it was an Olga review in Japan founded by a politician. So basically... Um, a male politician or a female? Um, it was, I believe, a male politician. So it's probably a pervert. But regardless, okay. we will ignore yeah. his his perverse yes. designs. But what had happened was, um, I think the story was that there there was a, a railway going through Takarazuka in Japan, and it was a really popular like tourist destination. And so he was like, what can I do to make my town more popular? Could I have like, you know, like a Disneyland type song and dance show? And he was like, you know what? That would be awesome. We'll do that. Mm. And so at the time, the Kabuki Theater, that was the more yes. sort of, I guess, woman focused, more hidden, more semi-erotic geisha type theater was kind of yeah. old fashioned at the time. And he was like, why don't we have something more Western, more modern? And opened this review. So he opened the Takarazuka Review, which was crewed only by women and they performed Broadway-style plays. Mm. So women uh, would play both male and female parts, and yes. they would basically act out really, really elaborate sort of Western-style choreography. Um, and soon that stuff became so famous that um, it kind of kicked off, and people wanted to audition to become part of this famous review. And then when that happened, they set up like a whole music school for it and they set up like a whole elite training program. And that's what this anime is based on. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. And so I know, crazy, eh? And there's been discourse about the Takarazuka review and how it was actually, while it was created by a man and it was controlled for a long time by a man, it also Mm. represents, personally, I think, very progressive points of view. Like, yes. at the time in 1915's Japan, you know, women were not, women were still very much like ages of their husbands and whatnot, right? Yeah, But by absolutely. being part of the review, they could actually take on more masculine roles. Even if it's just like in a fantasy, you're still taking on a masculine role, still exerting control and still having control over how, what they would wear, you know, like what they would perform, what they'd read and what they'd learn. Yeah. So... You know, I think it was really interesting that the the review brought that to Japan in, in you know, 1913, you know, 1918, whenever it kind of came about, is yeah. that women could actually play these masculine roles and feel more empowered. So I think that the, I think how that plays into the anime now is I think, the, I think the lack of fan service initially anyway, and I mean, I'm only three episodes in, I think it's very much intentional and reflective of the origins of the review, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Damn. I know. Hit me with all the... Jesus. I know. It's fucked. Like, it's actually, like, real good. And, like... And, I mean... And it was interesting the way that it it worked because in the first episode you kind of see... You get, like, a good glimpse of all the girls who are trying to become part of this review. Yeah. And some of them are obviously more talented than others. 
Um, yeah, exactly. But um, you you see some of the characters have very dominant personalities, you know. And you you know you get all the scenes that like you know the dipping, the the girl on girl kind of close contact and whatnot. Yeah, like the usual like stereotypical male role, especially in like a dance yeah. where like the male is the one who dips like dips the, girl. the, the yeah, fem- yeah, yeah. female and stuff like that. Where like it nearly is used in that anime of more of like a dominance kind of like a tops and a bottom kind of scenario. Yeah. where like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, where like asserting dominance. I'm the one dipping you and it, you even see that in the female that is usually getting dipped where she's yeah blushing and like oh, oh. oh no what's happening whether, whether even like not even in like a sometimes like it could even not even be like a sexual way it's just that it's just like oh it's just so overpowering of a presence that you're just like oh 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 <laughs> yeah okay, no Jesus. like hard out like yeah. that's kind of what I feel like it was anyway um mm. obviously we won't go past episode one but you know, um, in the in the Takarazuka review, traditionally the male role is given to the best performer. Yes. So that I think that is completely right. In which you know, when all the other girls are like, "Oh my god!" Like she's you know she's dipping me. She's so talented. She's so good at singing. Yeah. Like she's got that she, presence. That yeah, energy. Exactly. And she's Charisma. gonna and she's gonna play the male role. She's gonna go you know yeah. full hundies on that role. But like mm. that's what the other girls recognize. And so I think you're fully yeah. right. Like it might appear on the outset to be kind of playing to like a Yuri kind of bent, but really it's yes. actually for the purposes of the theater, not like, yeah. you know, not like gratification, Cause, cause like, so uh, to speak. The, the similar tone to me was nearly something like, um, Oren Hyde. The two, the two brothers. Yeah. Because there's always that kind of sexual tone to the brothers, yeah. but like, obviously ne- they're never going to fuck because like, <laughs> a it's anime and it's not hentai. So they're not going to go like that, but it's also, yeah, it's just because they're playing a role because that's what the, like the host club's about. Oh, it's yeah. like playing a role exactly. for the, f- yeah. like the female desire. And yeah. like, they were playing the two brothers that are like, a, they're brothers and B, they're just like the two males that like, like for a lot of uh, there's a lot of females out there that like a male on male touch and stuff like that because it's something that's very taboo because males mostly in general don't like touching another male so like that and that and that's yeah it's just it that's the tone of this where it's like it's never gonna happen yeah. but it, it just has that feel of it yeah a hundred a hundred percent it definitely mm. is because I guess the review was like a social taboo back in the day apart from yeah. its success it was still quite weird that, throughout yeah, Japan you to s- see that shit yeah yeah as, as you said like it, the, a female usual role especially back when that kind of theater started was just like the female was yeah you stay at home you're nearly pretty much my slave yeah to me, the, your husband yeah. and stuff like that. Well, yeah, all these females, yeah, not only are they doing what they want to do, but they also are doing male roles. Mm-hmm. In, yeah, so it's very, ooh. Yeah, it's real, real I, juicy. And like... You did, you, <laughs> yeah, you've really bought me a good anime. Yes. Like, I'm, re- I'm really happy about Hell it. Yeah. So, um, we, we went streaming past it <laughs> at the start, but they, 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 we usually do a little sec, uh, segment here, like, when we first start, it's like, if you like this, you'll like this. So, like, wh- like, is there anything outside, even outside anime, that is really, like, if you like this movie, if you like this show, if you liked this, you should definitely kind of watch this? Oh. Um, okay. This would be a bit esoteric. It'll be a bit weird. Well, not weird, but yeah. it's not going to be hentai. Um, it won't be... It, it might be unexpected, um, but yeah. I think if you like this and you like the idea behind the Takarazuka review, 
you should mm. watch this show on Netflix. Called, it's, okay. a, it's, an, it's an Australian show. It's called Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know about it? I, my ex fucking oh, loved no. this show. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> no, must no, hate no. it. <laughs> No, no, no. It's good X. A good X. So okay. It's all right. Cool. No, no. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, no. She, uh, like, when she came back from Sydney one time, a whole bunch of Sydney girls had got her onto oh, it. Oh, yeah. So she was yeah, yeah. absolutely just streaming the shit out of it. Well, I, I'll, I'll say a suggestion. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, uh, I was searching my mind for a whole bunch, like, through, like, a whole bunch of, like, dance films that I'd seen, but, like, none of them really have the kind of same tone as this while they're... They're a lot more about the dance and more about, like, falling in love and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Which is, I, I see tones of maybe this might head that direction, mm. but it's not it's not the A story. It's, like, the B or the C oh, plot. Oh, yeah, yeah, While yeah, yeah. This has a lot of feel of Save the Last Dance. Oh, is Save the, one that the I Last find Dance? <laughs> is the one that I kind of okay. narrowed in on. Okay, all right. It just... Okay, it, okay. Like, yeah, like, Save the Last Dance still has, like, yeah, the love interest and stuff like that. But similar to this, it... Save the Last Dance still feels like more the dance and the studio and getting in is more the A plot and the relationship is more the B, C plot for that. And it just, and it's not as, it still was fun loving that movie, like Save the Last Dance, but it still has, it just has, just has the feel of this where I'm like, there's going to be emotion in this and it's going to be bad and it's going to be like, sorrow and stuff like that, yeah. but it's going to be good sorrow by the end. Like it's going to make the positive at the end feel even better where, yeah, like a whole bunch of the other dance films. I'm like, uh, they're too happy and joyful. Yeah. Where like yeah, yeah. equate to like uh, the other like pop animes that we were kind of talking about that this doesn't feel like that's the equate of like, as, like a step up or something like that, that they kind of feel like that, but save the last dance is more, mellow and okay, yeah, yeah. chill and stuff like that. That's 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 where I'm linking these two. So if you like Save the Last Dance, maybe check this out. Yeah, just as an aside, when you first said Save the Last Dance for some reason, my brain got that confused with Stomp the Yard. Oh, no. And I was like... Stomp the Yard is real good, though. And I was like, actually, what does this have to do with Stomp the Yard? Stomp the Yard is actually probably only one of the other ones that I would say, where it's, like, not as fun-loving and it's about... Putting in the hard Not yards. Not as fun for... loving. That's a great way to describe Stomp the Yard. <laughs> Stomp the Yard. Stomp the Yard's the one where they like his brother gets yeah. killed at the yeah, start. Yeah, it's real hardcore. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like nothing bad happens in this, but it just has this tone of that. Like, I feel in a few episodes, something bad is going to happen. Somebody's going to commit suicide. Yeah, 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 somebody's yeah. going to have an eating disorder yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Something's going to happen in this anime, and I just feel it in the air, like. Like that, like that calm before the storm. Yeah, actually, on that note well, as well, another recommendation: Mozart in the Jungle. It's a oh, Mozart in the Jungle. Yes, I've seen yeah, that as well. So I think it's got a similar vibe where they're all trying to get to this really, really competitive orchestra, and there is, mm-hmm. I guess, a romance subplot at some point. But what's most important, really, is the is how the artists see each other. Like even yes. the love interest kind of is not that way for quite a few seasons. It kind of starts off mm. as like, you know, artist admiration and like them trying to compete and them hating each other because they're so similar in their musical styles yes. and whatnot. So I get that. Which vibe I got a lot this. of feel at the end yes, of this exactly. episode. Yeah, yeah, I get that a lot. So that's another one that's not an anime. So yeah. Mm. Yeah. There you go. Is there any, uh, like, we'll stay in the same like area. Is there any anime that like, if you like that anime, you might check this out. Uh, 
Prince of Stride. Okay, haven't heard of that one. Prince of Stride is a, a, a sports anime, I guess, but it's about a parkour team. Oh, actually, <laughs> I've heard the, the I've heard the synopsis, but I didn't know the name. Yeah. Okay. So it's Prince of Stride, and it is very very okay. similar to this. So again, they are people that are working on a team, but it's all about mm. um, you know one of them, I guess, be they're all struggling. In, you know, in terms of the ego of who really is the Prince of Stride, the titular Prince yeah. of Stride. Um, mm. Yeah, there's like a lot of angst in there. Um, and, you know, I think that it also flirts a little bit with relationships. So the team is all male. And it kind of does what this one does here, whereby there are some, you know, some touches here, some touches there that make you think if you blink in the right light, it might be hinting at something more. But really just yeah. kind of guys, you know, being guys, being comfortable with being guys. Um, but it has yeah. the kind of same. It's like kind of dancing around the, the stuff that you'd expect from from like I guess like a shoujo anime, which would be more sexual or more at least kind of dramatic and overtone. Yes. It's got yeah. that same kind of restrained feel to it, whereby the focus is really is on the characters and how they pride themselves on their chosen sport slash art, and you know it's super competitive mm. and it is really really interesting viewing. Like, the characters yeah. have really, really, really cool in-depth backstories, which you don't really think about when you first, I guess, watched Prince of Stride. So, yeah. highly recommend it. I think it's great. There we go. All right. Uh, do we want to do, a, like, a little bit of a sum-up of just your thoughts, just before we go into spoiler kind of territory for the first episode? Is there any, like, last, like, any, any major reasons why, like, this really kind of hooked it onto you? Like, even from this first kind of episode? Um, I think it's... Yeah, I mean, well, for me, I did musical theatre as a child. God, yes. just all these yes, you, really you did, fucking you... terrible uncool things. But, like, I did, like, you know, theatre sports and shit like that. Like, you know? So, by no means a triple threat. But, like, I could... I guess I could relate to wanting to be really good at the violin, which was my thing, was playing the violin. So, like, yep. competing to be, you know, to get, like, first chair in my orchestra at school and shit like that. And so I really relate to that. That and I really don't want to spoil it, but I mean, there are weapons involved, you know, it's cool. Like the effects look great. And like, I I fence as well. So I love that shit. Like give me a fucking sword any day. Like I love that shit. Yeah. No, like it's got weapons, cute girls, um, great plot line so far and great music as well. And also, obviously, mm. staying true to its historical leanings and historical origins. So, yeah. hell yeah. Why not? Fucking, you know, take a chance on, on Starlight Review. Beautiful. All right. Yeah, I God, I pretty much echo everything <laughs> you said about it as well. I, as I said, thought it was going to be a slice of life. Kind of was nearly, nearly kind of drifting mm-hmm. off about halfway through. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh... It's just when, like, non-spoilerly, when, when, like, the second main character kind of shows up, I'm like, oh, okay. Because I thought the friend that she woke up with at the start was going to be, like, Uh, the secondary character. And I'm like, oh, no, uh, oh, this is has weird tones now. And now it's like, yep, hooks her in. Okay, guess I'm going to have to watch the rest of this. Damn it. All right. Well, we'll have a quick break here because... For anyone that doesn't want any spoilers for some reason, if you want to watch the, if you if you've liked what you heard up to here, go watch. It's actually very hard to find this anime. I will just say that. I even in I checked America, 
and Australia, both super hard to find this anime to watch. So good luck Yeah. for anyone that need. You might have to get in less legal ways, <laughs> is what I'll say. <laughs> not, not going to encourage it. Look, if anyone from Crunchyroll Anime Lab is listening to this for some strange reason, maybe kind of buy the rights for that. It's a very good anime, so we can legally watch it on one Hell of your services. Yeah. Yes. All right, we'll have a quick break here, and we'll be back straight after this to get into some deep spoilers for the first episode. Deep spoilers. Hey there, listener. Thank you so much for checking out A Plus Anime. If you like the show, there are more like it on OKBeast.com. You should check out the OKBeast podcast where Ian and Blessing talk video games and more. Also, check out the OKBeast YouTube channel for all the nerdy content that your heart can possibly take. Thank you for listening. Hey everybody, I'm Alex and I'm actually part of a website and YouTube channel called OK Beast where we cover video games and culture and we're actually very excited to announce that we've started a Patreon. Now you might be wondering what Patreon is. Well, it's a platform where you can support us every month and in turn get exclusive perks and bonuses in addition to all of the free content that we already put out. And you might be asking, well, why do you need my money? Why do you need my Patreon support? Well, OK Beast is a part-time venture for everyone involved and we all have full-time jobs, second jobs, schoolwork and families to worry about. And your support will help us to mitigate the losses and costs associated with running a website, purchasing software and equipment, as well as create bandwidth in our schedule so that we can get rid of freelance and side jobs and put more time and effort into OK Beast. And we actually have three tiers available. We have the $1, $3, and $8 tier available for you to support us every month. The $1 tier, you get an exclusive monthly podcast called Stir Fry, which is an off-topic comedy show. At the $3 level, you get early access to our podcasts and videos. And at the $8 level, you get a bonus video your name in the credits, a monthly thank you on the podcast, as well as exclusive updates to our projects. All right, and we are back. We're going to get into more of a deeper dive for those kids that are hung around. Um, <clears throat> all right, I want to start straight up. I love the piano, even in like the first yes. scene. Like, the, like for, for, for an anime that's about music and all that kind of stuff, God, it has... It, it would be a super shame if they didn't have, like, yeah, pianos mm-hmm. and violins and all these kind of, like, orchestraic... <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, but I'm inventing it now. Uh, like, yeah, instruments, rather rather than, like, a usual standard kind of, like, background yeah, yeah, noise yeah, yeah, yeah. or stuff sure. like that. It's great that they're using these kind of instruments that would be very... In, in at home in this kind of scenario. So, like, even in... Yeah, the first scene is just this beautiful piano tone under them watching... The, the starlight kind of play happened in front when they're young kids and God, it was just beautiful all through it. There's like the bit where she gets pushed off the, um, the Tokyo tower. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does like a fake silence where like it's had this kind of same, like loud ish kind of background tone. And then all of a sudden it goes to like a very quiet kind of piano keys as she starts falling and not until she starts talking again, does it like kick back up to the same kind of DBs that it was yeah, for the rest of the anime. Sure. And they just, it's just beautiful. Yeah. I, I heard a few violins a few times through it and God music in it. Absolutely. <laughs> primo. Primo. Yes. What about you? Any like sounds and stuff like that, that kind of catch you? Yeah. Um, for me, it's kind of, like you said, um, just the use of music throughout when they're kind of tracking the movements of the, of the girls kind of from the start when they wake up all the way through the music very obviously kind of swells and ebbs with them. Like for the first couple of scenes whereby 
they're waking up. It's all like real quiet, real mellow. And then when they're running to school, um, the animation of the of her friend running, Hikari running, actually kind of matches the beats that they've got in the background. And I'm just like, damn, oh. I didn't even notice that. That's beautiful. So she's like running, and it's like pitter pattering as well with like the woodwind instruments as she's running. And I was like, oh fuck, like, yeah. And also when they're like when there's when she stops and because they're like late and she's Karen's forgotten her brooch at home. When they stop, mm. the music stops as well. Like it kind of cuts out for a little bit when she kind of pulls Karen back and Karen's like, oh, I need to get my thing. Like the music has a little pause as well. And I found like... Okay, so, so they must have done that a few times then. Because like, yeah, as I said, the, the Tokyo Tower. Yeah. Thing, like, the, wow. I See, I'm, now I have to want to go back and watch to see how more they did of this, like playing with the music and like the actions of the characters. That's... Ah, yeah, it's so good. This is such a good anime. Oh. It's been like scored so well. Yes. And they use silence right. a lot and very, very meaningfully, I agree. Like, when you're first getting, mm. like, the opening shots of the academy by itself and it's, like, early morning, there's no one there, and it's just completely silent. But then later on, you, yes. you get the same shot of the same room, but fulfilled, filled with girls, and, like, the music's, like, swelling, you know, they're all dancing, they're all playing, and it's, like, kind of, you know, it just kind of comes together. Yes. It's very good at showing the contrast, I guess, mm. in this anime, so I really enjoy that shit, Yeah. Is there any, like, scenes that kind of, like, apart from, like, the end, because that's going to be, like, a whole thing I want to open up, because that, that I, like, I talked to you before the podcast, but there's literally, like, once that, like, end sequence kind of happened, I literally just wrote in big letters, WTF, yeah. because, I, because, yeah, I, we'll get into it again, because it was pre-podcast, but it, it's bias from old podcasts that I'm, I mean, not from podcasts, from old anime that I'm, like, is this actually happening or is this just metaphoric or symbolism and stuff like that? That I was just like, that I'm pretty sure has just come from my old bias of watching so many anime, especially because we've talked about how much I love the fallen into video mm. games kind of archetype yeah. that I'm just like, is it a video game anime or is it just real or God? Yeah, the end scene. But yeah, apart from the end scene, is there any like key moments that kind of really just capture you or inspire like inspire like big emotions in you uh i don't know if it's, i don't know if i guess big i mean obviously there's the tokyo tower one which is crazy and then the end scene is just ridiculous uh, without talking about that um i wouldn't say it's one that inspires big emotion but it's it's very good at leading you on to the next plot i guess like i think everything yeah. from when her new main rival maya appears and you see all yes. that tension with her and claudine and all the other girls i think it kind of really helps to build in a way your expectation of where the plot's like, going intensely. i know yeah it was like with, no with, fucking with around the tokyo scene first yeah and then uh, yeah it really does play with your emotions because you think she's gonna hate this person or like something bad yeah, but yeah. she's all like oh my god it's like my best friend from thing but then it's like but you just had a dream sequence where she pushed you off a yeah. tower yeah so it's, yeah. it's really crazy like and i kind of i kind of feel mm. like that's that this episode builds up to the kind of dramatic shit that you expect and see later on but yes. now having seen more, I can kind of appreciate the way they're kind of like laying the groundwork. You know what I mean? With that kind of mm. interaction with the rival. Not like, not like, yeah. you know, like I said, not like a huge emotional moment because that is, pff, the end is just fucking crazy. But, yeah. and, you know, I think it does the kind of small stuff. It builds tension very well, despite being, having a very wholesome veneer on the top. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like, 
my one scene that I really like sequence of scenes that I really like is the first time you are introduced to all the students. Oh, like, yeah. Where the two main characters, like, well, actually, Miraku's not like a real main character. Is she like, or is it, it's just Karen and like, um, God, I've written names there's down. There's Karen, there's I've, Hikari, who is her friend. Yeah, Hikari, yeah. It's only those two that seem to now be the main kind of front characters. And yeah. her friend, the one she like rooms with, I thought it was going to be a main character, but she seems to already be pushed back into the background, like, soon as the the rival shows up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I so, get the feeling, though, that they'll explore the other girls later. Um, yes. But just because of the way they've been going and the, the way, I guess, they've kind of paired off, each girl kind of has their own rival in a way. So yeah, that's true. It's kind of like, you know, the Naruto Sasuke issue, but <laughs> with, with young girls and, and singing. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I, I think, yeah, the, the, the housemate, even like in that first kind of scene where all the girls kind of come oh, in, yeah. somebody starts like stretching with Karen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then instantly that that roommate is like, oh, 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 yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I can see where they kind of are going to explore that kind of scene where like those two might start forming a rivalry and like because yeah, there is the main main character in a play, but then there's also her like her her co star. So there's all there's going to be a fight for that role yeah, as well, exactly. and then there will be other lead characters that I think they will start doing background stories of these characters fighting for these positions. Yeah, I think so as well. And I mean, like, in things like, you know, in ballet and in Broadway, you know, with roles even in the chorus being sought after, I think it's not Mm. uncommon to... We'll probably see an episode where we focus on the background characters that aren't, you know, maybe the lead male or the lead female role in the play, but also obviously a very valuable part of the whole Broadway experience. Yeah, because they said... Like, at the start, there's eight main kind of girls yeah. in a Starlight That's play, right. and each one of them are coupled off as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I think there's going to be, like, a whole bunch of... Yeah, going back to, like, a Naruto kind of scenario of, like, yeah, each squad. Yeah, exactly. Like a squad yeah. seven, a ninja squad, squad eight. Yeah. Squad <laughs> ninja squad of the Starlight, of, the, of Review Starlight. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, I yeah, I just loved it. Especially because, like, each... It was just... It gave a, this is how I already got the first like weird tone uh-huh. with it, where like every girl introduced themselves as like, I am this person, I am class, I am a second, 32nd student in class, blah, blah. And it was very nearly militaristic oh, yeah, kind of sure. like introduction. Yeah. And it shows the kind of like standards of the school of how strict and proper and all that is. And I'm just like, oh, this isn't going to be as fun loving as I thought it's yeah, going to be. If they, I feel there are definitely going to be some girls with issues. Like this is anything mm. like Christian boarding school. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> There's yeah. definitely going to have some shit going on there. And I feel just it. any school in general. Oh, yeah, really. for sure. Yeah. God, yeah. God, Jesus. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just really... It, that scene was a very good world builder without being a world builder for mm-hmm. me. Like, yeah, I agree. They unintentionally built a world for me of like how each girl interacts with each other, mm-hmm. how they interact with themselves, how they present themselves is very showing of the world that they're living in at the moment. So Yeah, I agree. I, I think the scene where they're all eating lunch together as well, or like they're eating lunch in different places, it's like a whole there's like a lunch montage and some girls the clicks are kind yeah. of playing out they're kind of sitting out in the garden, the main character's kind of falling asleep, mm-hmm. she's a bit ditzy, you know. But then you see yeah. the other characters who are in the cafeteria you see them kind of eating meals that look like, very, you know, very balanced meals. You know, they're eating, kind of cover all the food groups, trying to stay healthy. And then you see 
this kind of play for dominance with Maya and Claudine. Maya sits down with her lunch. Claudine kind of plops her lunch and kind of stares at her intensely while she's sitting down. Mm. You kind of start building, you kind of start seeing, I guess, which characters kind of more like the, I guess, the lackadaisical slacker characters and which ones are more kind of gunning for the main God. roles. Yeah. Even, even like, God, I can see them introducing something like eating disorders oh, or something. Because like, it, 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 it's yeah. school. Oh, like they're dancers, so yeah. like and actors, so they're definitely like even though it's an all female school, there's the weight's gonna come into it some way. It has yeah, to. Yeah, like, I think so. And there's like that one telling scene where I think one of them picks up an asparagus. She's like kind of staring at her asparagus in horror, like not eating it. And I'm like, hmm, yeah, what's mm. gonna happen? Next? I know that's that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah this this gives such tones that they're gonna uh, even if they don't. Just because they're they're setting that tone for oh, me, for it sure. still doesn't. It it makes me. I don't know. It just keeps me in that kind of mindset. I'm like, Ooh. yeah, it's Ooh. not all happy go lucky. Like some fucked up shit's gonna happen. Like, and I want to be there yeah. for it. I want to be watching it. Yeah. All right. Let, let, let's let's just jump into the end. <laughs> so 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 yeah. The 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 rival leaves. Uh, Karen follows. Mm-hmm. She goes to this elevator and she yeah pre- she presses down and then instantly you are like thrown into well because not just the elevator goes down like the room kind of goes with her yeah. and then you're instantly sent into this kind of it's bringing parts from her dream into it straight away with the Tokyo Tower like there must be something in their past that happened at Tokyo Tower like I think either that or it's just because it's such an iconic, like, iconic yeah. thing yeah in Japan mm. that I'm just like yeah they keep bringing it into it which is like nearly like a Bioshock the Lighthouse kind of scenario where like it's, it's always there. This is how it ties everything together that we know where I, where I mentioned earlier that I'm like, maybe this is real, maybe it isn't. But then the tower was the instant sign for me that I'm like, I don't think this is real because this is the same kind of dream she had earlier and stuff like that. So yeah. And so we're instantly like thrown into this, like here, uh, the people that are instantly want to be the starlight. They, 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 these two are the ones that feel like they have the charisma, the pre, the, the, the stage presence mm-hmm. to hold this role. And it's played out in a very anime way where they're battling each yeah, other yeah, yeah. for like, wh- wh- whether it's on, yeah, just a, for the viewers kind of reference of like, these two are going to be the ones battling for this, whether they have been doing it in the classroom already. And this is just the, the visualization of their battle that they've had in acting class and dancing class and stuff like that. And you, yeah, Karen's on the sideline. She's watching the giraffe is nearly like this spiritual <laughs> like guide for her. Yeah. Yes. God. And it, yeah. And it's, and I, what, what was it? Was it last week? I, I last review. I'm pretty sure it was where I did, um, darling in the Franks. Oh my God. <laughs> darling in the Franks. <laughs> Yeah, the biggest pet peeve I had with that anime was they used a lot of symbolism mm-hmm. and like that like similar this is, but they kept explaining it to yeah. you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over and over again, they were like, "Look, this is what this means. This is what mm-hmm. this means." While this anime is a very good like if if you're coming off last episode and you were like you still didn't understand what I meant, where I'm like I hated that they kept explaining the references to you. This is a perfect anime to show you the complete polar opposite where like, unless you really think about it, well, it's not that hard to think about it, but they have this whole end arc of this episode 
and it, yeah, it's completely describing about like all the, the the girls wanting to be the lead character, but they never properly explain it to you in the best possible way. They let you, the viewer, figure out what they're trying to convey to you as the uh, like the episode and the scene is kind of playing out. Oh, hell and it wasn't yeah. in. It, and yeah, Darling in the Franks, is, yeah, was the complete opposite where they have the bird that's like without its partner, it can't fly, so it's a useless bird. Oh, here. Just in case you didn't realize, me, the character, that's me. I'm the bird. And it's like, no, you don't have to explain yeah. that. I was getting that. But, yeah, this, Starlight's like, here's this scene. Figure it out. You'll understand. Yeah. You're a smart you're a smart kid. You you'll get what we're trying to convey here. And I'm like, yes, this is what I meant when I was talking about last episode, where I was just like, you don't have to sit down and at, treat us like childs. Like as child. Viewer. Even as <laughs> like even as a child, you still should be able to figure this out. Like that's the whole it's about learning and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So this yeah, this last God, I, I've rambled on too much. You, t- you talk right. about this. So basically, like, it is one long extended anime ninja sword fight battle. Like, yes. just in case it was already clear, um, the, the girls have weapons. So um, in a lot of old traditional Broadway plays and Shakespeare plays, characters would duel each other, you know, whether it was for honor, you know, for money or just because they were fucking idiots, but they would duel each other. So yeah. that's kind of what happens in Review Starlight. Each girl has a stage weapon that they, they pick that kind of, I guess, matches their style and personality and their kind of their kind of battle formation. And yeah. and in these sequences whereby they, they, they duel each other for the top spot in the troupe, um, it, the game shows them fighting each other with those stage weapons. So you kind of get Karen who comes in. Um, she does like a spectacular dive off the giraffe, leaps down, you know, to save her mate. And she's got a cutlass. So a cutlass being kind of like, I guess, like a saber. So it's a very strong slashing sword. And so her attacks sort of very, very hasty, very kind of, she throws a whole body into her attacks. And then you compare yes. that to her, um, her, her opponent that she's trying to fight off. And they are using a bow, which looks like, you know, and where, what Nada was saying earlier, like when, her opponent's bow started glowing. I was like, oh, it's some video game shit. Like, have we got someone's like a bard subclass? Like, I wasn't sure where it was going when I first watched it. Yeah. But like, kind of see that all the girls that kind of fight each other, their weapon fits their personality. Like, you know, mm. Karen's kind of real brash, real out there. And so like a kind of a cutlass works for her. The other woman yeah. that was playing a bard is kind of like, she, she seemed a lot more, a lot more nervous, a lot more high strung and kind of wanted to keep her cards close to her chest. So the ranged weapon suits her really well. And just shit like that, like, you know, like, just shit that yep. you think That's about, I mean. like, it's like, it's just, it's yeah. amazing. This is, this is the exact, yeah, perfect. Like, it's all these little details. Like, the anime will work even if you didn't understand That's all right, this. That's right, yeah. Like, like on a, even on a base surface level, you can kind of understand that, oh, yeah, they're fighting for dominance. Mm. The, but yeah, you go into deep detail with like the weapons they use, how they use the weapons, how their fighting styles, like really reflects like, yeah, their personalities and stuff like that. That it's just, oh, I love it. But it's also like, it is such a great thing, even fi- like fighting for that main spot, because there's just, there's so many actors and actresses out there that I'm like, so good at being in a role. But then when they get put at s- front and center, all of a sudden, they just 
it's not that they're bad actors or something like that, but it's just for some reason they can't hold the scene. They can't hold your attention. They they don't demand your presence yeah. and stuff like that. And here's the bit where you were like, how the fuck are you going to tie this in? So, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no, I can kind of see it now, but I mean, all right. Yes. Have you seen Have you seen Jupiter Rising, the movie? Dude, I keep telling people to watch it. I love that campy space opera shit. Give me more of okay. that shit. Like, okay. But I love Mila Kunis. She is amazing in like uh, that uh, that 70s show and all all the other roles that she is in. This was like her first time at oh being the main character though. And I just couldn't put my finger on what was wrong with her in that. She was a good actor in it. She did all her lines well, like she was believable, but for some reason she just had, didn't have that like charisma and presence to like demand to be the the main character rather than a background character in that. And I was just like, that's where I just couldn't fall in love with that movie because like it had all that shitty campy space yeah. opera shit that I would just normally would like gush over, even even if it was terrible. But for some reason, because she, like, which is which is good now, because like uh, she's got better. Like in what is it, Bad Mums? She she is the lead character and she does it well. And I don't know whether it might be just because it's a comedy and she, like it's more her like forte and her house that she can better. But yeah, just as a serious role, it just. There was nothing wrong with her. I couldn't say it was a bad acting. It was just for some reason she didn't have the presence in that movie. And tying it into some <laughs> recent kind of okay, news at the moment going, yep. is, is, is the Batwoman casting. Now, Ruby Rose just got cast as Batwoman. And she has been, get, like, she didn't start as an actor, but she is, like, all through, like, Orange is the New Black mm-hmm. and a whole bunch. She was in um, John Wick 2. She's been, like like flexing her acting muscles and like doing a really good job. But this is the same kind of scenario where I'm absolutely terrified. She hasn't got the charisma and the sp- like, she's got charisma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but she, but she hasn't got lead character charisma that like grabs my attention. She's like, Oh, she's like cute and sexy. And if she won't, she like tried to like, charm me I'd be like oh yes oh most definitely (laughs) even though that's not how she swings but it's just like she has that kind of that kind of charisma but she hasn't I don't know she just doesn't seem to me to be able to like grab me and say I am the lead fucking character in this movie and I'm like yes yes you are that like big name actors seem to do okay that I'm just like, that's why I'm worried about this film. And that's like how it ties back into this, where like that, that battle for dominance is like, it's such a beautiful way of like describing how like I am grabbing your attention. Like I am the lead fighter. I am the dominant. I am the top. I am the star that is just like, it's so cap like it's so yeah just a battle with weapons is just like such a beautiful way of like especially cuz like both of them at the end of that fight are both like knocked out onto the yeah. ground and like Karen's there like she like stomps her foot and is like center zero spot center stage and it's just like yep you are holding center stage <laughs> because you are demanding like the that star that charisma that that presence that I'm just like yes Yes, I believe all of yeah, this. Yeah, I think that's so good as well. And also how that kind of plays into into her as a character. Like you can kind of see that she's trying to trying to support others. Like she jumps in because she can see that Hikari is struggling. 
she's like, oh, you know, but like then, I got to yeah. help you out. Like I got to be a mate and help you out. But then when she actually defeats Hikari's opponent, Hikari looks really fucking pissed off. And she's like, you know, why did you do that? Why did you undermine me and steal my spotlight? And yeah. that kind of is when you realize, oh, actually, this bitch ain't playing around. Like, this is no. every girl for themselves. And she just made Hikari yes. look weak by, like, helping her out. Like, there's some, like, ninja-level yes. fucking Naruto honor-type shit going on in here. Because like, that, that's what it means. That, like, that, that, like, that lead character, you have to be so dominant of a personality and charisma that you have to make the other characters in, in a scene look less than you because you have to hold the, like, the viewer's attention. Yeah, exactly. And uh, if somebody is over-dominated, over dominating you in a scene that like you hear it all the time like where like secondary characters like you're like oh that person stole the scene though that, that that's because that main character not not because that character was better or something like that it's just because you weren't holding the scene more than that character Hard out. yeah no i, I kind of mm. see what you mean now by the mila kunis thing because i thought the movie was yeah. fucking hilarious as fuck but also she was pretty bad at it like not yeah. gonna lie because like like Channing Tatum, <laughs> Channing like, was Tatum, supposed to be the fifth. He was like some lonely woman's like, furry fantasy, and he was doing better than I, she was. I know that's what I mean. He held a scene better than her. It was you kept thinking he was the main character, where it's like, well, no, actually, like Jupiter is the yeah, main character. It's called Jupiter Rising, like, not Channing Tatum's furry <laughs> Renaissance space fair. You know, like yeah, exactly. Which is exactly that scene where like. To be the dominant role, she has to put her her friend down. Yeah, like out. you can't you can't have her looking better than you because that means not you're not the main character anymore. Exactly. Yeah. No, I hundred percent feel that. And I think that kind of vibe, that sports anime vibe, that might kind of drew yeah. you in, is kind of I think what will make this more more popular. Is and also why I recommended fucking Princess Stride. Because it's got mm. all these competitive aspects to it. And it's got the intensity that a lot of animes that have a solely female cast, a solely female young cast often lack. Because they don't, yes. they don't, you know, they trade on these, you know, you know, school friendships and blah, blah, blah. Tropes. Yeah. yeah like the female trope of them being like, they don't need to be dominant. They don't need to be powerful. Yeah. It's about friendship and love. They can all hang out together and, and yeah. stuff. Well, this is just like, fuck exactly. no, I am the boss yeah, bitch. exactly. Like, this I is like am... boss bitch simulator, but like with music. Yes. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. 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 I love it. It's Hell so good. yeah. God. All right. Any any last words? Any any last spoilery words you want to get onto before we kind of wrap this up? We have gone a while, which is good. Oh shit! Um, spoil. No, no, we haven't gone too fast. I so don't don't feel guilty. Mm, no guilt here, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I definitely feel like the the girl on girl stuff ramps up quite quickly. Um, yep. So just as like a forewarning uh, for people that are going to watch it, it's going to come real strong. And the episodes I feel have a really have a laser focus on the girl on girl rivalries. So so yep. far it's kind of been like a different one each week. So you kind of okay, really get to cool. explore all the other varieties. So if you kind of um, are kind of, it's not like love life where you're like, oh, you know, I saw this girl and she's my bias. Like she's, I'm going to root for her. I think the game is really yeah. good at the game. Sorry, the anime is very, very good at kind of getting you to think about each girl's strengths and also what they're, yeah. you know, what they can bring to the table and also, I guess, how intense these rivalries can get because they get pretty fucking intense. So yeah, oh, just yeah, I, just I watch wait. that. I can't shit. wait. I think I might actually watch, watch the next couple shit. episodes. Even, 
even even though the service that I was getting these off was not that nice, mm-hmm. I think I might try and just yeah, struggle through stick a it out. It's, it's fucking that. great. God, all right. Well, we'll leave it there. Any any last plugs for the actual anime? Go watch it for me. Uh, like I, I actually gonna go tell Ian to go watch this, even though he wasn't on this episode, because he definitely needs to watch yeah. this. Yeah. Would you, you, you definitely recommend this to? Is this a tiered kind of recommendation, or is this just a blanket? You'd recommend this to nearly. Anyone? I would recommend this to pretty much anyone. Like if you, because I yep. mean, if if you like rhythm games or you know fucking bang dream or love life you know watch this shit if you like animes about schoolgirls, watch this shit you know if you like sports animes fucking hell yes watch this shit like it kind of hits all these brackets so i really hope that mm. it does well because it's kind of spreading its net super wide but i think there's something in there for everyone so fucking watch this shit cannot stress this enough just go out there and watch it yes I'm so glad you told me this. Hell one. yeah! Because you were you you were like eh, eh, I don't know, but then I was like, nah, this one sounded all good. Right, so, all right. we'll, yeah, no, I'm glad. All right, um, where? All right, <laughs> that's I've gone on a I went on a tangent in my mind, but then my the, the rest of my diet mind didn't oh, yeah. follow. So I'm not going that way. Let's just go to standardized plugs. Where like where on the internet can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Game Revolution. Um, writing shit. Um, and, uh, is there anything up at the moment you want people to check out? (laughs) Uh, um, Maybe a Kirby article. Maybe my article about (laughs) Kirby and, uh, uh, why I hate Toad so much. Um, I I might, yeah, well, okay. I've written about how much I hate Toad, specifically why Captain Toad is a war criminal and shouldn't be respected. Um, because he's impersonating a military officer and his headline was stolen valor. Anyway, um, that's easily, if you just, honestly just Google Ginny, Captain Toad is like the first result. Like it's just fucking up there. Um, but otherwise I recently reviewed Monster Hunter World for GameSpot. Um, review dropped, I think yesterday or the day before. So go check it PC out on version. GameSpot for the PC. And yep. I also did the PS4 review. So it was kind of more like update, but anyway, go check that shit out because killing dinosaurs is fucking fun. Um, sorry if you like dinosaurs, I just like killing them. They're great. Um, Monster Hunter World is a great game. Fucking plug that shit. Love Capcom. Give me a sponsorship. Just give me anything. Just your next game. I love that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Excellent. Um, well, ooh, I need to bring it up because I haven't done the plugs in a long time. Hold with me in a sec. Oh, no, it's doing it, Ginny. It's not letting me bring oh, it up. There buddy. it is. There it is. No, no, he's got it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Sorry, audience. Um, any feedback, tweet us at OKBeastNow with a hashtag A plus anime, or you can email Ian at, uh, <laughs> Ian at OKBeast.com. And of course, if you have a minute, leave us a review on iTunes because it helps out other people find the show. And check out great anime. You can always catch all this stuff on the OKBeast OK network, on OKBeast. OK uh, now on Twitter, okbeastnow.com as well. So go check all that stuff out. You can check me out personally at I know NATO. Where can you find you on the Twitters? Or do you want people finding yeah, you on the Twitters? Yeah, fucking find my shit and yell at me for having great taste in anime. I'm fucking open to that shit. Um, or send me anime titty pics. Also, uh, my DMs are also open for that shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they don't have to be all anime, but... Um, so <laughs> Yes. You can find me at Ginny Woes. That's G-I-N-N-Y-W-O-E-S on Twitter. Beautiful. And for my other products, uh, you can go find me on the 
You game broke. God, I don't know why I'm blanking so much at the end of this podcast. I'm just so overwhelmed by this anime that I've just, it's just raised my mind. But you can catch me at the You Game Bro podcast on Twitch. It has twitch.tv forward slash You Game Bro podcast. We usually do on a Wednesday night at 8.30 on Australian Eastern Standard, 6.30 Western. Uh, we usually just bring on people from the gaming industry, whether streamers, developers, podcasters, YouTubers, if people still YouTube these days, I'm sorry, YouTubers, <laughs> it's a dying art. Um, yeah, so go check that out. And if I, I like to bring on international guests every once in a while, I usually have them on a Saturday episodes, but you can always check out the audio version for all that up on all the usual podcasting app so go check that out and um i keep forgetting to plug it but yes i do a DD twitch podcast on my twitch channel i know nato nice, so go check nice. that out it's usually thursdays every second week so go check that out and yeah this has been a plus anime i am nathan this has been my beautiful guest host oh cheers Ginny. mate thanks oh, for having me on it's good having <laughs> It's good having an Aussie. I've had a few Aussies on recently, so it's been good having people speak my accent back at me. It's been (laughs) great. Uh, Thank you for listening. And as I say always at the end of the pod, love each other and watch some anime. Goodbye. Next time on A Plus Anime, NATO continues to be Australian and Ian realizes he loves sports anime a little too much. What anime will they review next? Find out next time on A Plus Anime.